Hey, this is Tim. And this is Mike. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks. We love you. Go ahead and speak. Um, this is me speaking. Then we will have our podcast for 20 minutes. Excellent. Um, yeah, so uh, I believe, yeah, where we left off was uh, talking about races, because that's, that's where I left off with um, locations uh, for, for hill forts is what we were talking about. And for me, this is a good transition to uh, discuss a little bit about the overview of the world. And, and uh, just, I wanted to spit some ideas at you to give um, a historical context. We, we'd speak, we, we talked about um, before of overwriting uh, campaign settings. Yeah. Where you wrote so much in hopes of character realizations. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, what do you mean character realizations? You were hoping the characters found out the information oh. that you had created about this world. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Um, so in this case, what, what you and I are attempting to do is create a world. And to create a world, we need to have a... In a world. In a world. We need to have uh, context to that world. And the reason why we need to have context for that world is so that other people, other, let's just say, better players, like-minded such as ourselves, wink, wink, uh, no, <laughs> that not making sense? Okay. Um, no, what I'm trying to say uh, basically is um, other GMs, DMs, referees, when they walk into said mountain range they need to know everything about it so that when they tell stories for their characters to live in they have a contextual reference take for instance the full body work of forgotten realms right every anybody and everybody who's at who's read any of the novels of forgotten realms has like this idealistic world already this contextual history already mapped out in their own minds. And then when they finally get to play Dungeons and Dragons and they finally get let down, you know, for their first experience of Forgotten Realms. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, but see, my problem with that is everything's already there. There's nothing to build right. yourself. Correct. That's why I, Correct. I just keep Correct. it vague. Correct. But with with the historical context, what that does is that gives a consistent feel to every game. So when you, well, yeah, you when Tim that, you, you move to everything, but that but that's not what I'm saying. There, there's no that's there, what you said, but not so much detail like what you what you see. You, you even said the Forgotten Realms as a as a reference point. <laughs> Okay, I Which over exaggerated is, because I mean, look at all the novels that are written for it. What I'm, what I'm, I know it's all already said. It's already done. There's nothing new to explore because it's already 
right. described. But, but what I'm getting at is this is a historical reference. It's like, um, you know, basically, how did the mountains come to be? Where are the strange, you know, where are these strange sites possibly coming from? You know what I mean? Because there's, we're going to have like strange things in, in, you know, that you can find in these mountains, right? I mean, when, when, when you write an adventure about this world, yeah, right, there's going to be something, some strange element to it, to yeah. that adventure, right? Uh-huh. And it's going to be something probably like a, a landmark or a structure okay. or um, an underground structure. You, you know what I mean? So when, when you tell these stories, well, you know, like the Chaos Lords, you know what I mean? In, in in an overview, basically, it says, you know, to the effect of over these 13 millennia, this is how this group of ancient elder gods or whatever rose to power, and this is how they fell. Moving on. Boom, boom, boom. Civilization. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, That's I get that, but, I mean, where's all this going? Is that it doesn't have to be as detailed as you, what you say. Basically, what I'm saying is the world needs a foundation. Okay. It needs to say, right. hey, this is where it came from. I think we're on the same page. Okay. Well, I thought I... <laughs> okay. So, in that vein, you know, like, where where did the Mycomids come from? What what are their ancestors? They came from space. They're underground astronauts, like, on the History Channel. Okay, well, let me stop you there, then. Where, where did those ancestors... I mean... That that came from somewhere, probably some eons ago. They developed, and so that that's what brings me to this overview. It's like what I'm saying. So this is what I'm saying. How to begin this thing? Um, you know, basically we have mountains, right? And how are mountains formed? You know, normally there are tectonic the, movements. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. But um, you know. The, the, okay, so let me let's start bigger right now than the tectonic plates. Okay, because I think this this will help define a lot of a lot of things that that, that we're going to come across moving forward. Is this world a flat plane and exists on some bizarre dimension, or is it a planet? That is in orbit, that has moons, that has suns, that has this, that has that, da, 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 da. So I'm, I'm throwing this to you because, I'm, you know, we're working on this together, but you, you know, you, this is your project. You've, we, we've, co- we've collaborated on a project on, that you, on the world spirit. Thing, I don't, me personally, yes. I don't think the shape of the world is necessarily okay. worth needed. even considering. Because uh, we're only describing a small region, small region of said world of, of said world that I think would be better. It would be better be to be able to be just be dropped in anywhere in any anywhere in any situation. So someone could use this as a setting for their game, which is on a disc world, and then somebody else. Can use it, which is in like a okay. alternate Earth. Okay. With with that being said, then you're not cons- you're not overly concerned about number of suns or number of moons or things of that nature. Oh, cosmic! I see where you're trying to box me in here. I'm not trying to box you in. That's because what, that's we, what I'm but curious we haven't, about. We haven't gotten to the name of, of the of the region yet, mm-hmm. which is what you're referring to, right? No. Oh, I thought you, that's no. what it was. Nope. 
Nope. No. Not at all. I'm I'm reaching further back in time. Well, wait, back in time to what? Of of the world itself that we're creating. Well, hold, hold on a second. Okay. Because this brings me up to something. Okay. Um, my idea for the name of the uh, the mountain range, I actually came up with two ideas. Okay. The second one is uh, the moon wall, meaning that the world's moon orbits near the horizon in the east, so the mountains block it visually from the west. Okay, hold, hold on a second. I, I apologize. You read that rather quickly, and I. I'm a fast reader. You are. You are a fast reader of notes. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was called Moon Wall. Yeah. And that was because why again? Because the mountains uh, basically form a barrier that covers up a the moon at the horizon. Okay. So if you're on, if you're in Ohio. Yes. Okay, and you're looking east. Yes. Say the the moon on this world. Which goes back to what we were just talking about. Yeah. Um, is down at the horizon. So people on the western side of the mountains never see it. Except for maybe like a you know, once or twice a year when it the orbit changes. So to them, those mountain ranges the uh, you know, wall blocking the moon. Okay. Okay. And then you can call the mountain folk moonies. <laughs> That's terrible. I don't <laughs> Okay, so the mountain range blocks the moon, right? And you're saying celestial um, events allow the moon to be seen. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Celestial events. Um, yeah. The, uh, the other name I had for it Was, give me a second here. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, okay, so we have a moon on that Okay. All right. The second name is the Aloigi Mountains. Um, the original word. Can you throw that spelling out again? A-L-L-E-W-E-G-I. Huh? Um, based off of a, a, an old Native American I can't remember what tribe, maybe the Delaware. Um, yeah, I think it was the Delaware. But uh, their name for the uh, this word is Alajiwi, uh, which I'm probably pronouncing totally wrong. Which became, you know, through English and the Dutch, um, changed to Allegheny, which was named used to name the mountain range, Allegheny, the Allegheny Mountains. So, so it's an so, early rendition of the Allegheny. Yeah, I just kind of I like that changed it to be a new, uh, basically a new word, but so let you me, know, based on something. Recent. Can I can I ask? Um, is there any in your mind for this world? Is there any race or culture that you that you're hoping to create in this world that is that is Native American by nature or Native American inspired? I mean, Native no, American. not really. Okay, I wanted to stay away from any representation things. Stereotypical. Okay, yeah, no, that, that's cool. That's fine. I understand that. I understand that. But I mean, okay, no, no, I understand. I understand. Okay, okay. I I like I like both names. Um, 
I like Moon. I, I gotta say, I like I like Moonwall better than Aluigi, personally. And I like. Moon I think Wall. it adds a little mysticism. I like I like Moonwall more as a term used by the residents of the mountains more, and outsiders would call it something else. What I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know. let's figure it out. Anyways, that's that's what I'm thinking right off the bat. So, um, I also live with the moon. Yes. So, if that's the only moon on the world, that means nights nighttime's pretty fucking dark. Yeah, there's never gonna be a full moon overhead. That's true. So that would um, that true. would help explain why you know all the sentient species basically have night vision or are nocturnal. Nocturnal creatures. creatures. Yeah, yes. or, or around at dusk. You know, most active at dusk and dawn. That's interesting. I like that. I think that makes a little more sense. It makes a lot more sense. That's cool. You know, that's something we can work with. See, this is this is what I'm talking about. So we're moving that's what I want to do the move backwards for, because what that's going to create is um uh you know, this this consistent, at least a consistency of the mountain range. Okay. Um, so, what I was thinking, um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, like you said, ancient, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was, I was freehanding in these, some of these notes where I was just free, just writing and stuff. Um, so, oh, that's all right. uh, so, so I could, I guess I could just kind of, randomize these ideas. It's just a list of ideas is what it is. So this is kind of what I was thinking in the beginning. In the beginning. Okay. Right? In the beginning before they were mountains. Uh, they, they begin to form. How did they form? Well, oh yeah, let me, let me talk about their age. They're older. They're older than the ancient alien gods. I don't know. Whatever the ancient alien gods in your world are. Um, so, you know, like we were talking about before, tectonic plates, heat, you know, heat and gases and energy and friction, masses colliding. They're creating sharp, thick, jagged and obtuse stones, like heat and a magma. Like, whoa. That's what I'm thinking, right? They, the, the formations that they create, this is, we're talking like early, right? Not, you know, this is how basic we can go with this, right? Is, Early, early in this time, the, these formations they they uh, they created these eerie. They rep they had eerie, uh, an eerie resemblance to future creatures and gods. Right um, now, you know, and again, these are just ideas, right? So either they could have been either natural, uh, you know, a natural formation, or maybe. They were actually constructed this way. Oh, so maybe who knows? Maybe a little of this, maybe a little of that. But eons upon eons of tectonic movement and time, and and cooling, until gonna roll my catastrophe table. So we roll a die six, or do you just want me to tell you the six that I've done for the catastrophe table already? <laughs> <laughs> so. Did I miss a step? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, basically, you know, I'm thinking just, you know, this range, like, it's forming, it's it's newborn in the world, right? 
Um, we, we haven't quite gotten to what happens to it. Because something has to happen. Oh, well, what's this table? Well, let's let's see what number one is. Uh-huh. So number one is, I'm not a fan of this, but the gods arrive. So um, basically, you know, kind of, you know, we we're talking about the petty gods earlier, right? So um, the earliest, right? So I'm thinking like, um, what, what, what? And this is up to you too, because you can, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to step on any ideas just yet of yours, um, <laughs> but just a car. What? Just a car? Isn't that the main? Oh, just a car from DC uh, Dungeon Crawl. Right. Yeah. So Justicia. Justicia. Yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you. So in this world that we're creating, I don't know if you're thinking that religion will hold a major role or you know, how it will hold a major role. But the earliest gods, so either ones that are long forgotten or they're so old and elder that nobody forgets about them. They're a legend. You know, everybody prays that these gods or whatever. But they're the, they're the first to arrive on the scene, right? That's uh, okay. catastrophe number one. Um, oh, yeah. Also, um, once once the gods do arrive there, and remember, they're petty. Um, they're going to want to claim their domains, and so life that's known on this on on the mountains begin to change. Um, divine interventions uh, causing long lasting changes. So that's where like maybe some of the earliest mammals come alive, or uh, maybe the earliest sentient mammals for the player characters. Mm-hmm. Um, or, and this is also and, but I'm just throwing the words out. If we recall, we were talking about snails and roaches. Uh, all of them start to gain in size. Like they are ticks. Ticks. And Spiders. Are, yes. Early, early. You know, they, they are because of the gods. The gods are like just, they don't care. They're throwing their magic around. Yeah. These bugs are just, they're like, yeah, you know. Um, or, and so that's, you know, the gods are all right. Or number two. Um, number two. So, uh, where are we at? Oh, yes. Number two. Number two. Worlds of dimensions and, uh, I'm sorry, the, the world, other world, uh, excuse me, other worlds or other dimensions, you know, whatever, you know, again, because we were talking about like, how is this world going yeah. to exist? So it's another planet or whatever, whatever it is. It's, uh, <laughs> it collides with another planet existence. So that's catastrophe number two. <laughs> <laughs> um, and once again, uh, think of it like, um, I don't know, could be as simple as a rift opening up and a new race pops out. You know? Well, that would have to be another subtable for number two. Well, we'll get to that later on. <laughs> well, <laughs> but again, overview. Those are details we don't want to get bogged in bogged down on just yet. <laughs> uh, number three, um, the uh, but I do like the idea of uh, these origin tables. I think that's awesome. Yeah, because I don't know anything else that has something like that. Awesome, cool. <laughs> Damn your original thoughts. <laughs> um, so how about uh, number three? Like I said, it would be the. Is it the first and fourth? 
Oh, fire! The fire lords. The fire. They lords. rise up out of the magma and the heat and the gas and the friction that's created from this world to create these, you know, those weird jagged of two stones. Well, now it's the fire lords, so it's demons, and they're riding maybe giant salamanders. And they rule for maybe the first couple of eons of creation on the, uh, you know, of of, uh, of the mountain range, right? And and remember. These are young mountains, so they're still active. They're still, you know, there's mount or there's volcanoes. I mean, this is still an active range. It's young. Remember? What 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 destroys the the demons or sends them back to hell? So uh, that's that. Well, people can live here. That that I call that I call that, and that's my second list. But what I call another that subtable. another subtable. But and we'll get to that because whatever that that this second subtable affects everything on this first table. So what is the decline of everything on this first table? The second subtable. Oh, that that is that boy. I hope that answers your question on the demons and the salamanders and okay. the evil fire gnomes. And okay, um, number four, um, maybe. And I, I know we talked about no humans, but. Primordial, primordial humanoids, right? Mm-hmm. They they are the first humans, and uh, that uh, oh yeah, so the, they're the earliest humans that actually fall to their own cultural idiocy. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe they were the first ones there to pollute the land. You know, or maybe they were the first ones there to knock everything down and whatever life was growing, they consumed at a rapid pace. You know, maybe they acted as orcs, as primordial humanoids. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. But either way, they were wiped out somehow. Uh, Number five, and this is classic. It could be, you know, perhaps an ice age or a cosmic catastrophe, such as... um, a star goes off, like a supernova, or perhaps the moon collides with the planet itself, and that's why only part of it can be seen. Because there is only part of it. It just doesn't rise higher than the fucking mountain uh, stands. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, perhaps a comet, even... Um, uh, uh, oh yeah, a comet hits the fucking uh, mountain range, and alters the orbit of the fucking uh, plane of existing planet, what have you. Again, that, that might go against what you had said originally with uh, wanting to be able to plop it down into your own world. But it doesn't really matter because it could be just the idea of having like deep pockets within the Earth from where a comet had hit. And plus, a comet could carry gold. It could carry precious metals. It could carry uh, iron. It could carry... It could carry more comets. They could carry... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, to answer... um, Actually, you know what? Let's take a quick break. Wait, what was number six? Oh, I'm sorry. Number... No, that was all of number five. That was just all of number five. All right. That was all of number five. Comet, uh, a moon collides... uh, you know, a star goes supernova. Yeah, Ice Age cosmic catastrophe. Whatever. But yeah, um, so yeah, let's take a quick break and okay. we'll we'll come back to uh discussing the fall of the first catastrophe, which I would like to refer to as the rise of civilization. 
Whoa. You heard it here first, folks. 